welcome to Healing at the Speed of Light. Every week, we discuss how laser therapy is changing healthcare and how you can benefit. Now, here is your host and founder of Laser Therapy Institute, Dr. Jason Roundtree. Hey, welcome back to Healing at the Speed of Light. My name is Dr. Jason Roundtree, and I'm a chiropractor and certified medical laser safety officer. I'm happy to be here to talk to you about low back pain and nerve blocks today. And this is something that if you've had low back pain, uh, especially chronic low back pain, for a while you may have had a nerve block or someone may have talked to you about getting a nerve block done. We're going to look at what nerve blocks are today and we're going to kind of frame this in a 2016 study that was done where they used three different types of nerve blocks to minimize patients' low back pain. One of the nerve blocks that they did was a radiofrequency nerve block Another one was a lidocaine nerve block, and another one was a laser nerve block. This is very interesting stuff, so I'm going to go into what each one of these is, because, again, if you've had one of these or you've been talked to about these, you might want to know a little bit more about what these are. So let's start by talking about the structure of the back and the nerves, because if you understand a little bit about the way that the body communicates pain signals, then you'll have an easier time understanding how a nerve block can work. So nerves go from the spine down to the either the upper extremity or the lower extremity, like the hands, the feet, and they have two-way communication. So you can send signals down the arm or the hand. You can have you know movement for one thing, but then those nerves can also carry signals back to the spinal cord. And those are uh, information packets like pain or cold or vibration. And so these different nerve types can carry different types of signals, but that is how we ultimately feel pain. These nerve fibers conduct signals that something is wrong it goes to the spine, then travels up the spinal cord, intersects, and goes into the brain, which is where it is processed, and then you go, ow, that hurts. So the idea of a nerve block is to interrupt that pathway, and one of the ways to do it is by targeting a structure along the nerve called the dorsal root ganglion, or the DRG. Now, the DRG is a big intersection of nerves right near the spine, talking about the low back in particular here, and that is a great place to target these pain nerves with some type of effect to reduce the way that they are transmitting signals. Now, clearly, this isn't resolving what's creating the pain. We're just reducing the way that the body can basically listen to these signals. So in any case, no matter what kind of nerve block you get done, it's not really resolving the problem, right? It is diminishing the way that you feel the pain, but it's not removing the cause of the pain. So do keep that in mind. You know, a nerve block is not really intended to fix a painful problem, but for a lot of people, it's a great way to reduce pain, especially chronic pain, and be able to help avoid medications because we know that medications, and especially opioid medications, have so many side effects can be really quite harmful. And so with that being said, let's go ahead and look at the study that I've got pulled out for today. And this one's titled Photobiomodulation, or Light Therapy, of the Dorsal Root Ganglion for the Treatment of Low Back Pain, a pilot study. This is published again in 2016 uh, in Lasers in Surgery and Medicine. 
And what they say there is that, you know, there are some non-pharmaceutical methods that target the DRG, and that includes injection of anesthetics, pulsed radio frequency, uh, as well as laser irradiation or photobiomodulation. And if radio frequency is a term that sounds familiar, uh, radio frequency nerve ablations is a different procedure. A nerve ablation is where the nerve is actually destroyed. They go in with a radio frequency device and they pretty much just melt those tissues. We're not actually talking about that with a nerve block. A nerve block is a much less destructive process. And in the study here, they say that the pulsed radio frequency of the DRG is a treatment procedure during which a heat lesion is placed near to the ganglion to produce neuromodulation. It does not cause protein denaturation and it does not destroy the ganglion. So they're using this radio frequency uh, device to increase the temperature quite a lot without actually burning the nerve. And that heating up action tends to decrease the ability of the nerve to transmit pain signals. It's like if you park your car on a garden hose, it stops transmitting water, right? This is kind of similar, but then when you move the car, the hose opens back up and starts transmitting signals again, just like normal. So this is, this is kind of what we're talking about here. Now, study goes on to say that another uh, way to get to the DRG and target it is by using lidocaine. And lidocaine is, is commonly used for, for pain reduction in, in real small local areas. And you can even get uh, lidocaine patches on, over the skin, you know, to help with, with pain. But in this case, we're putting lidocaine in right against this dorsal root ganglion, the DRG. And this particular paper says that although some studies have shown good results, Pain relief normally lasts only a few hours, and some patients developed cardiologic or neurologic side effects. So based on the somewhat poor performance overall of these radiofrequency nerve blocks and lidocaine nerve blocks, they said they wanted to find out whether laser therapy on the DRG could have a similar effect as lidocaine or this pulsed radiofrequency. And so they took some study participants, they had uh, 28 patients, and they put them in three different groups. And seven of the patients got lidocaine injected down in the spine on that DRG. 11 patients got the radiofrequency nerve block. And then 10 patients ended up in the laser group. And to deliver this treatment, what they did is they advanced a needle through the skin down into the back. And then they would either put in lidocaine against this nerve or they would use the radiofrequency little leads and put those in there and create this heat lesion to diminish the way that the nerve could transmit. Or they would put in a fiber optic that would transmit laser light. And while this is a very low power laser, remember they're delivering it right down to the nerve directly. They're not trying to go through the barrier of the skin. So, very similar process for all three groups. They either got the lidocaine or the radiofrequency or laser directly on those nerves. And what they said is that all patients reported at least a 50% reduction in pain immediately after the procedure, except for one patient that was in the radiofrequency group. So, m almost everyone felt better immediately afterward. So, then they checked up on them uh, one month later. And a month later, the laser treatment group had the greatest number of patients who reported a continuing 50% reduction of pain or better. And only two out of the seven patients in the lidocaine group 
and three out of the 11 patients in the radiofrequency group could report a better than 50% pain relief to, you know, continuing after a month. So that's a pretty big difference. In this case, the laser therapy group had much better, much longer lasting results from this procedure than either the radiofrequency or the lidocaine group. And then what's another very telling statistic here, I think, too, is that 70% of the patients who had the laser treatment immediately returned to work and their daily activities, but only 30% of the lidocaine and radiofrequency patients were able to go back and do that. That's, that's a pretty big difference right there. Now, how does that work? How does shining a laser light on this nerve uh, do such a good job in reducing pain? Well, they say that mechanistically, the light may alter the local inflammatory response and increase the production of endogenous opioids, or the way that the body can produce materials to make itself feel better. And the light has the ability to alter the cellular response to pain. So that may explain why the laser was more effective than the lidocaine or radiofrequency procedures. And so on the very final conclusion, they say that in our study, both lidocaine injection and laser irradiation were more effective than radiofrequency in the immediate and longer term. Uh, and then it's possible to state that laser therapy caused an immediate reduction in low back pain uh, due to the photoneuromodulation effect in the DRG. All right, I know I threw some pretty technical terms at you today, but especially if you've been dealing with back pain, chronic back pain, you've probably heard these terms thrown around before. Hopefully I was able to help you understand the way that a nerve block can work. And unfortunately, in most places, you're not going to have the option of a laser nerve block, at least not yet. We don't quite have these procedures nailed down. There's very few people that are out there trying to pursue this. So typically, you're going to be stuck with either a lidocaine or lidocaine marcaine nerve block uh, or possibly this radiofrequency nerve block, which oftentimes leads to a nerve ablation. Now, hopefully, as we go further into the future, we'll see more and more uses of laser like this. But in the meantime, the researchers even state that they are currently conducting studies to figure out how to make this happen through the skin without having to put a needle in there at all. And I will say that some of the higher power class 4 lasers that are out there for therapy now can do a pretty good job getting a lot of improvement in low back pain and uh, some of the effect is probably because we're affecting this key structure on the nerve the drg anyway if you want to know more there's a lot of resources on our website you can check us out at lasertherapyinstitute.org if you have specific questions or you want to suggest a podcast topic email me info at lasertherapyinstitute.org if you have not done so yet Please scroll down if you're on an iPhone, scroll down, leave us a rating or a review. Let me know what we do well, what we didn't do so well, what you'd like to see in the future. The more five-star reviews we have, the more people out there can find us and then be able to know more about how light therapy could help them. Thanks a lot, and I'll catch you next week. Subscribe to this weekly podcast for more great information. Find a certified laser therapy clinic near you at lasertherapyinstitute.org. If you're a healthcare provider, check out our practitioner-focused Laser Therapy Institute podcast. Thanks for listening.